You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. Check, Taco. Come on. Taco's, Taco. Taco's having some fun here. We are back with another episode of From the Raptor. Sam and I here recording Monday, September 27th. Uh, and before we get into Celtics Media Day, some comments from around the league. Uh, Sam and I's favorite teams played each other in the Premier League this past week, and it was very entertaining. It was very fun. Oh, it's a hell of a game. Um, as someone that bet on the game, I mean, just as a fan, I would have been disappointed regardless because I I don't love that. They drew. I mean, it's a winnable game for Liverpool. Liverpool versus Brentford at Brentford. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Huge game. And uh, six total goals. It was great. But, I mean, I bet the game. Bet one and a half for Liverpool. Obviously, they tied. Then I even, like, hedged. I had it to the point where it, had they even just won outright, I would have made my money back. Mm-hmm. And they... I mean, they had many chances to put away. But very, very frustrating day. Jack made sure to bust my balls. Which hey, is I, I picked good for I Jack. picked Brentford at the start and of the year. So he did I'm not hop it. on a team. Nope. That they're playing really well too. They're playing really yep. well this season. He hopped so, on way before. Shout out, mm-hmm. shout out Brentford. And I think we talked about it on this podcast. So I have the receipts somewhere. Brentford fan. Both teams should have won it. In fairness, like Liverpool had a couple chances. Salah and then uh, someone else Mane, had a chance. But back I to back, yep. Mane had a chance. Yep, Brentford had chances. Tony scored at the end of the game, but it got called offside. So offside. there was that. And then they dumped the ball into a defender in the box, but he couldn't control it, so they couldn't score there either. Both teams had chances to win it, but it ended up in a draw, which very disappointing for Liverpool fans, but very exciting for me and Brentford fans. So I was I was hyped. Um, if the if Brentford finishes top ten in the Prem this year, that's that's fucking insane. Oh, it's big right? for them. Like that'd be crazy. Yeah, it came um, up. Oh yeah. Huge, absolutely, and they have a chance. I think they're nine right now. Um, I know Arsenal beat the Spurs yesterday, so that probably helps them a little bit. Uh, I know Man City, Man City won uh, against Chelsea. That ended their undefeated streak. I know Liverpool, the only unbeaten team. mm -hmm, Aston Villa won, but I forget who they beat. But I know it was an upset. So I know they beat uh, United. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I mean, let me let me look at the Premier League table right now. But we we can get off of this. You can look it up and, and say who's top, but after that, mm-hmm. we'll get off. Because yep. the Liverpool's good news for you top. listeners is Jack and I are not going to have to fill content for much longer. <laughs> we have some content. Uh, Liverpool's won right now. They have 14 points. They're they're up by a point on like six, oh, five different they teams. Should, they should and be at 16. What a missed opportunity. Brentford has nine points right now. They're ninth no, in the No, good for them. I'm hyped. It's, I'm very It's not a knock on them. It's just, they, I mean, they Liverpool's not put defensively. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, not. yeah. And the well, reason I, I love Brentford season three in that one game. Yep. The reason I love Brentford so much is because they don't play back. They like run, they run, they run, they run, they go for the ball, they go for goal. And that's when entertaining soccer. Oh yeah. Very entertaining. Was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it, but we can jump into some NBA news. Let's just start it off with our favorite person in the world, Kyrie Irving, who is, once again in the media, and I don't know if you saw the latest quote, which was, I don't want to be uh, all in the media. Like, Is I don't want to cause Tim a ruckus. Said? Something like that. Kyrie basically said, oh, yeah, they, I don't want to cause a distraction. Him. Go ahead. 
Yeah, he goes, said something like, oh, gosh, I don't see it. I, I don't have the quote, but he said something along the lines of, yeah, I don't want to be a distraction it. anymore or whatever. But Kyrie Irving, what what's the he, whole drama? Do you want to break so, it down? Yeah, it, It's a lot to do with vaccines, which now yeah. if, if you are listening, we'll preface this. The reason we're talking about a political issue is because it's an impact on the league. Uh, hmm. So whether you agree, disagree with us, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, and it's absolutely fine. Don't worry and about I, it. I think speaking for both of us, neither of us, like, I think we all have our own beliefs, but I, I mean, we both respect everyone's opinions. Like, I'm not I'm not one of the people who's going to say, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Like, it's a personal choice, I understand. The reason why I think you have yeah. to do it is just because it's, it's like, well, we'll get into it. That's and no, we, that's we my opinion s- too. I'm just saying you're allowed you, to have your. You kind of have to do it, but not. I don't know. We'll we'll get into it because there's there's a good segue I thought about. But here here we go. Asked if he's excited to play in front of Brooklyn fans. Me, pretty much this is whoever asked this is very very uh, clever, because mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know, New York and San Francisco where the Warriors play. California, you need, right? Isn't it the whole state? It, is it all of California? I think I, it's the whole state. Why why sure. are we not hearing this with like the Lakers then? They probably haven't been as vocal about it as Andrew Wiggins. Okay. It, well, probably. Either way, I, I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron's not vaccinated, by the way. And that that's not because of him. It's because I heard, and this is a real sore, back when COVID was a strong thing that he was not in on the masks either. So I'm not sure. Okay. This, this is a legitimate source. Like, I'm not bullshitting you. Like, you know, I, no, I, got I, you. I got you. know, I had heard something. But, um, Asked if he's excited to play in front of Brooklyn fans, which he cannot do without being vaccinated. Kyrie says, I'm excited. The last thing I wanted to create was this hoopla and distractions. I continuously <laughs> feel like I'm growing and learning from others. It won't be easy, but I feel like we have a recipe for success. So, had if you do not know, uh, I think it was Rolling Stone put out an article uh, about vaccinations in the league. I believe Cantor was a part of it. Kareem was a part of it. And Kyrie was somebody they touched on. Obviously, his radical thoughts, regardless if you agree with them, disagree. They're very uh, controversial people. You know, the earth is flat thing, whether he said it's a joke or not. I mean, he says these things, conspiracy theories, the whole nine. Um, it, reading the article, you get the gist that he's not vaccinated. They have members. His aunt, I believe, is in there. And that that is the message you get as the reader is he is not. Yeah, he didn't want to comment on that today. I believe he said, like, you know, it's personal. uh, It'll come out soon enough, whatever he said. But I I would imagine he's not. And I would imagine he feels very strongly about not being that. So should he not get vaccinated? He will not be allowed to play in over half of Brooklyn's games because he will miss every single home game. And he will miss two games against the Knicks and a game against the Warriors. And, uh, I mean, five, four total games in California, I guess, Something if like that's that. the case, if that's the law in that state. Eight, but that's, eight total games. Clippers, Lakers, Kings, Warriors, right? Eight games. Well, no, because they only play their Oh, they're home. Yeah, but he can't play at home either. I well, guess that's already that. half. Okay, yeah. I understand. I so understand. he's missing at least 47 games. A lot of games, yeah. If he's not I, I will a- say, any any Knicks, Nets, Lakers player, well, Lake uh, or any California team player has a potential. Like Wiggins has a potential miss the most because he's got to play th- uh, two games away at each. 
California team. So that's an extra six plus two over here playing Brooklyn in New York. I will say I feel like something as much as you disagree or agree with it, I think something will get ironed out. I can't imagine the league will just have all these well, stars have, missing so many games. You they have and these I, religious exceptions. Yeah, I think Kyrie will get that. Help. Andrew Wiggins got denied, though. So I, I don't know anything. I, I, I don't know Kyrie think they should. And I, I think the Wigg, hmm. Wiggins is not a star, which goes to your point. <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's a name, but if you're not a basketball fan, you don't really know who he is. Kyrie is a, a different category people know who Bradley he is. Beal too Bradley Beal is another one that has come out he, and not vaccinated yep he said he wasn't vaccinated he said his argument was basically if you it was something along the lines of well if the vaccine works so well why do all these people still get COVID which is just not the point of the vaccine it's the, po- the point is to help you not get sick and you know die when you get it it's just reduces the effects and reduces the spread but the, it's neither yeah. here nor there the point is so, Bradley Beal is okay. also not vaxxed. So he's not vaccinated, which really isn't going to affect him. At the most, he's going to miss, I don't know, maybe, let, let's say eight games. Six, six to eight games, yeah. Okay, so it's not the end of the world for him. But these guys playing in these teams that cannot play home games, it's an issue. Yeah. So you've got Wiggins, like we said, back to the point. He's not a household name. You say Kyrie is. Maybe they'll get star treatment. I'm not so sure. I feel like... They, they have the way around it, which we've talked about, religious or health reasons where they cannot get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That I feel like if that was the way they were going to let guys get away with it, then they would have been softer on Wiggins and said, okay. Yeah. He's not I a star. Like, no. But I'm interested to see how this plays out. Because to get into the more basketball perspective of this is – if you're the Nets, you're paying Kyrie Irving a max contract. That is one of your max spots. You're building a team to win a championship. You did not do it last year due to injuries. Whatever you'd like to say, they didn't do it. They didn't win. So now you're going to have to play over half of your games without one of your top guys. Whether you love him, hate him, think he's going to help them win or not, that is somebody they're paying a lot of money. He's going to miss, at minimum... He's not someone known to play every game as it is. Minimum, we'll say 47 games. Yeah. Give or take. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be interesting. So if you're Kevin Durant, whether you're buddies with him or not, you want to win. This is a statement for – I would imagine this is something Durant wants. He really feels like he needs to win here. He did not go join up with Golden State. You know, if he – he listens to the noise probably more than anybody, or at least publicly admits, not admits to it, but he, he pushes back, which is, I have no problem with. Go ahead, push back. I love it. I Good love for it. him. But he wants to win here. Kyrie being there makes it very difficult. If he's not vaccinated and the rule is hard in place, enforced, he's missing all those games. And then on top of that, Brooklyn being one of the top teams will likely have home court and playoff series. So... That means you're going to have to play without Kyrie for less than half your, or more than half of your playoff games if you're at home. Kevin Durant did comment on the issue during his media day, and he said, I expect it not to be an issue. We trust in Kyrie, and I expect us to have our whole team at some point. So from the sounds of that, they know something we don't, which means Kyrie will either get vaccinated or they're working with the Players Association to find sure some workarounds. True. I'm, I feel like that's more of a 
you better get it together or we're going to have to do something about this because from a basketball perspective, he's right. Kyrie, the ball is in his court, okay? Mm-hmm. And we we all know from what has been said recently, okay, we talked about last time the rumors if he's traded, he's going to retire. I believe he said that's not true, which I don't know why he would say that if that is really what he wants is to play there because I think he's very viable to be traded if, you know, he's open to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you – the ball is in his court. He controls whether he's going to be valuable to this team. If he gets the shot, which is his choice, I guess, right? I mean, if you don't want to get it, don't get it. But there's going to be repercussions for not getting it. Yeah, I mean, I have a question for you. And this is kind of off the topic of vaccines. You take Kyrie off the nets. I still think they're the best team in the East. I'm not sure they are. They might be. Okay, but it's more competitive. Definitely is, but I still think they're the best team. You can make an argument for a bunch of teams like the Bucks, the Heat, Milwaukee, maybe the Celtics, maybe the Sixers, but like still I mean, good they team. have solid depth at that position. Patty Mills is solid, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I just don't – I mean, I also don't know how impactful he is. But I just feel like there are guys that are better fits for that team, but he's someone that they built the team around. And whether mm-hmm. – you think what you think or not about them being the best, not having that, it's him a playing for your team is an issue, not only because you're without him, you're without that talent, but then on less than half of your games that he's going to be playing, you're working on having him come into the lineup. Let's use his last year in Boston as an example, when he would have to sit out because of the knee injury or whatever, right? And you would see... Rozier in and out of the starting lineup. It created issues for Rozier getting set in his role. It created chemistry yeah. issues. And even more of an example can be last year with the Celtics with Kemba Walker in and out of the lineup. They really struggled to find their footing as a team because they didn't have that consistency in the rotation. And it's yeah. not always going to work like that, but it, it's something See, else to think about on top of all of the other stuff here. That happened with the Nets last year, though, and they were still the two seed. Or were they three seed? No, they were the two, two seed. They yeah. were two. So they were still the two seed, and they had everyone miss games. And I suppose another argument you Good could counter. make is that they struggled with injuries all year last year anyways. What's to say they don't do that again? Like, And, and I don't think that'll affect them too much because they were so good. And regardless, you can put you know, James Harden at the point guard still run a huge lineup. Like, you don't need Kyrie to run point guard. James Harden is their point guard, I would argue. Kyrie is probably the shooting guard at this point. Um, so you you could really just mix and match whatever you wanted to do. They have Paul Millsap now, so they could just run a super big lineup of Millsap, Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant, whoever the hell they want, and James Harden. You know, so they have so many options. The Nets are absolutely stacked this year. Again, they got better, which is frustrating, but they got better. Um, the Lakers are stacked. I know you don't think that'll work out, but I, I'm. Those are the two best teams in the league. I'm just by not far. convinced that that's stacked, and that's neither here opinion. nor there. We're not talking about that necessarily right now. Yeah. But the best point about this is, hold on, let me get the exact quote because I think this nails it on the head, literally for basketball and also metaphorically. Uh, where the hell is it? I'm sorry, people listen. It, is this a uh, whose quote is from? Marcus, it's it's what he said today. He like I just want to get it right because oh oh it. I have I have that in, in my tab. Hold up, I can get it pretty quickly. 
Let me find my Marcus quote. I have every tab of every Celtics media day open on my computer right now. So okay, uh, I got to get to Marcus. Yep. Okay. So okay, he's talking about being vaccinated. He didn't want to deal with the BS, which is very clear. I mean, it's yep. clear cut. There is stuff you're going to have to deal with if you don't get it. And they're making it hard for you not to get it. Whether yep. you think there's an agenda for the government that they're doing something with the va- people that are vaccinated, you know, they have some hidden conspiracy that they're doing, <laughs> or you think it's, it, or they genuinely want you to get healthier and they don't know why people are not getting it. Either way, you're going to have to, they're making it hard for you not to get vaccinated. And so is the league. And he, this is the part I think really nails on the head why you should get vaccinated, whether it's for your health or not. Because I understand if you don't want it because you don't really think it's necessary for you, which could be very true. I mean, if you're healthy, you're probably not going to get the worst of COVID. Uh, but he says, because he didn't want his decision to adversely impact the team, but also said it's tough to be told to do with your own body. So he covers both sides, and he's right. It is tough to be told what to do with your body. Uh, there's a lot of issues with that, whether it's vaccine or non-vaccine. But where he's right, especially from a basketball standpoint, and this goes back to the Kyrie and Wiggins issue, not just to knock on Kyrie because he's whatever. But these guys are going to negatively impact their team from not getting it because they're not going to be able to play in over half the team's games. Yep. And if yeah. you really want to make that a metaphor, the reason why you know you you should get it, or you, a lot of people think you should get it, is not necessarily because of health. It's because you got to do what's good for the team, meaning society, so you can get back to normal. But it's yeah. it's, a, it's your own decision. Like I said, I think that they will find a workaround to it, whether it's Kyrie or Wiggins. I think, and, and you can think that. They'll just miss the games. I don't know if that's how it'll work. And if it is, that'll be very interesting to see how it plays out with the team, et cetera. I'm curious to see how Kyrie tries to find his way around it because I interpret the KD quote more as he knows something we don't and that they'll probably try to find a workaround. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. It'll have to play out in the next month or so before the games start. Um, and we'll have to go from there, I guess. But uh, Celtics media day was today. Do you want to start to get into some of those quotes? Yeah, I mean, we can we can discuss a general uh, feeling around the team, but the Marcus quote uh, was a good one. I mean, he's obviously vaccinated. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Cantor is vaccinated. He's been very vocal. Um, Grant Williams is vaccinated. Yep, Jalen Brown is vaccinated. Jalen Brown is vaccinated. We haven't heard from Tatum yet. Tatum we have not heard about. Josh Richardson is not vaccinated. I don't think he is. He didn't explicitly say I that. I think he did I, say I that. I think he is. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. He said um, he's, like, yeah. making a decision on getting it, which is fine. Go gotcha. Ahead, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But he is not. Um, my favorite thing, I, I tried to watch some of it. I was at work, but you have time sometimes to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking to Schroeder about his number. And, like, obviously he had the fan vote on his app, which is, I don't know what. What what, what benefits are you getting from having his app? <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't like, know. That's so bizarre. It's such uh, a strange I, thing. Yeah, I didn't know he had but, an app until a month ago. Like... Mark D'Amico of the South, like he works for the Celtics as a reporter for the team, like asks him about the number. And like, I mean, they just they just discussed that the fans picked the number. And he's like, what is he supposed to say? He He's like, yeah, like, you know, 71, it's it's a great number. Like, yeah, it's, it's very so, weird. so bizarre. Like, I don't get it, but 
whatever. I mean, someone needs to wear those numbers in Boston because they don't have a ton of options open. They, so. Yeah, they. I feel like in the coming years we're gonna have some changes made to that. Yeah, a bunch of Celtics some players. All the new Celtics numbers were released, though. If you want me to do a quick rundown, I, I don't know. Richardson if you saw is it. eight. Cantor is thirteen. Yep. Hauser is thirty. Yep. Is there anybody I'm missing? Bruno is twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight. Uh, Bruno Fernando's twenty-eight. Really? Yep. He was fifty-five yep. in the summer league. Why did he change? That's so weird. Uh, no Hernan Gomez was forty-one. Yep. Horford's forty-two again, which is great. Uh, and then Schroeder seventy-one, and Romeo changed his number to number nine. Yep, forty-five to nine. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I know you mentioned before we started recording that you wanted to play a game where I read a quote and you guess who it was. Do you still want to yeah, go with that? Yeah, we can do that. All right, I'll, I'll pick a random tab. I'll pick a random I might quote know. and guess. I might, because I did, I was on there today a little bit looking around. All right, uh, let's see. I, I got to try to find ones that aren't super specific. So I'll start with this quote. It's going to be nice to have them cheering for me. I remember those playoffs. I don't think getting booed is a bad thing by opposing fans, but it'll be nice to have them on my side. And yeah, that was Schroeder. That one I heard. Yep. He's talking. They asked him about it, and he said, uh, "I mean, they yep. had that Hawks series, and they really gave him hell because oh, yeah. of Isaiah Thomas. Like they got into a scuffle, and after that, they were all out on him. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm starting to get more and more excited for him. I think he's really going to be a good player on this team. 100. percent I'm just. They, it's almost like they have too many players. They, it's a good problem <laughs> to have. They have almost too many quality players to where you're not going to find minutes. Like Pritchard is someone that I'm like, where's he going to fit in? You know, you've got Marcus starting, which has been kind of set already. It's, it's what the plan is, at least. Shooter yep. will be the backup. What are they going to do with Pritchard? I mean, he definitely deserves minutes. He balled out in the summer. Well, I think there are four guards that deserve playing time, and I think they'll just run them two and two. I think Pritchard, Schroeder, Smart, and Richardson. Um, I think Pritchard and Schroeder can run off ball because realistically, defensively, Marcus Smart can still take the bigger players. So I, I think the only thing is having them play off ball on offense. And I think the smartest thing is probably Smart, Richardson, Schroeder, Pritchard as those rotations. It'll be a small backcourt off the bench. But if they stagger it right, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. So that, that's my, you know, guess at least. Uh, you ready for the next quote? Yeah. Let's see. It's tough. You always want to play, but I use that time to work on my body and get things right. That must have been Jalen Brown talking about it. Nope. No. No. Or maybe it's Horford because he yep. sat. Yeah. Bingo. Horford on why he had to sit out all last year. But hey, Horford, he's good by now. the way. Said he told them he wanted to go back to the Celtics. So good for him. Oh, he, did you did see he that? Say that? No, I yeah, didn't see like, that. I, I quote tweeted it. The guy, oh, what's his name? I'll shout him out because it was a good quote to have. I like that kind of thing. That's awesome. I had no idea that. that I mean, it makes sense. Uh, but Clevis Mo- yeah. Murray, Al Horford says he let the Thunder know of his wishes to rejoin the Celtics. Gotcha. Wow, that's awesome. Which confirms what Ainge told Toucher and Rich. Last season, when he was talking to them about uh, does it negatively impact the Celtics if guys like Kyrie, Hayward, um, Fournier leave the team? And he said, no, because I know at least one of those guys would do anything to be back here. So it was Horford. That's who it was. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. All right. Next quote. Uh, Let's see. I'm looking forward to us getting back to being the team we used to be. The team we have now is the team we're going to rock with. That's a good question. 
It's a great I quote. I feel like that's Tatum. Nope. I don't think Tatum's no. had his media day yet, or at least I haven't seen it on Keith's Twitter. Okay. Sure, I've been getting my info. Shout out. Maybe Keith's it was Marcus there. then. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. Marcus. That was, that was between them two. Great quote. I'm hyped to see Marcus lead this team. He did have a quote about him being starting point guard. He said, more from smart, having the ball in his hands, just having the opportunity without looking over my shoulder. It's going to be real easy. We've got Tatum and Brown, and they're two of the best in the league. And he also said, feels good. I've always been a point guard. That's my spot. So he is the point guard. It's kind of funny that he says without looking over his shoulder. Like, I don't think – I think he's going to have the spot at the beginning of the season for sure. And I also think he's going to do well. But I think if he doesn't do well, I think Schroeder's going to step right into that role. I don't think it's concrete his. You know what I'm saying? I he think still it has is. competition I, for it. I, it I mean, I think well. he does, but I think Schroeder's the bona fide six man. Because that, that, I think the way, at least I hope they see it, is that that's the role he's had the most success in in his career. So why take him out of that role? And that's at the same point. time, I think Smart was more referencing the fact that in the past, what, six years of his career, he hasn't been able to play that because they had Thomas, then they had. Um, Kyrie and then Kyrie, Kemba. then they had Kemba, and even Rozier for times. So he was still bumped. Well, he out started of that, so. his career with Rondo, so you, you're absolutely right. He exactly. never really had the chance to be that guy, and now he does, which is great. And I'm very excited for it. So we'll have to see what he does with those minutes. And I mean, it's Marcus Smart. I'm assuming he'll be he'll be just fine. Uh, next quote. Let's take a look through here real quick. Um, it's a lot of pressure. We're ready to go. We have a championship mentality. Short quote, but very effective talking about i think that might have been richardson richardson if it's nope. not him he did say something about that maybe it's jalen brown then it was jalen brown he was talking about uh him and tatum embracing that the celtics are th- their team now which is true okay that is true is their cool. team and really this is cool. a big year for that plan if you will you can say it's a bridge year, which realistically it is, but I still think they're competitive. I don't think they're going to be horrible or anything. They're going to be yep. up there at the very least. Um, but it's true. That is, it's a big test year for Plan J, if you will. Like these mm-hmm. two guys are high draft picks. They have had time to develop now. Tatum has, Brown, obviously. They, they both become great players. All the questions, oh, you know, can they coexist? Can they win together? I mean, obviously, they've had team success, so I think the answer is absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but without somebody to defer to, like a Kemba Walker, how are they going to play? How is it yeah. going to go? I agree. We go. It'll be interesting. I-, I think they'll be fine. I mean, I'm sure you feel the same. Um, I-, I think they, they should be gr- – I think they should have a really good season. I We talked about it last time. We kind of did our little standings or power rankings – and I think they have a really large window of where they could end up. They could end up in the standings, not, you know, when the playoffs are all said and done, as the number one seed if they really ball out. I mean, these other teams, they have lapses in the regular season. They don't necessarily try, load management, things like that. I don't see the Celtics doing a lot of that. I think they're going to really kind of try and see what success they can have. But they could also fall as low as six, probably. There's a lot yeah. of competitive teams. I think the floor is eight. I've told you that, but that's that's the very, very, very floor. Um, if they really have a dud year, but that's I don't the basement, that. Jack. <laughs> um. All right. Next quote. Uh, this person is quote just hoping to make the team end quote. Just hoping to make the team. Yep, that's the quote. You should guess. <laughs> Hauser must be him. Or nope. or. You're gonna be surprised. Just hoping to make the team. Is it Cantor? Is he busting balls? 
No. Or Fernando? No. Well, let me, it, ta- let me tell it, you. No, because I want to keep. Uh, uh, too late. I already told you. Wancho. Wancho Very weird really? quote from Wancho. Yeah, it is bizarre. Right? He's got a guaranteed contract. I mean. Yeah. Very odd. I was very confused when I saw it, but yeah, he said he doesn't know what his role will be with the Celtics, and that he's quote just hoping to make the team. So good for him. I don't know if he was I'm sure he'll make the that. team. Yeah. I'm I'm sure his goal will be achieved. He'll get yeah, a nice and, like uh, what do the, they call it? Affirmation early on in the season. He <laughs> achieved his goal. Another quote you like from him: "I think my skills can help here. I can rebound the ball. I'll fight. I just want to compete. Love it." Love that. From yeah, a lot of these guys, from what I've read, are really fired. I mean, if you go and look at any team, you're going to get that. But yeah, yeah, they they seem excited to be here. There's a lot of guys that have a lot to prove. Richardson's got some stuff to prove. A lot of people were down on him after last season. Obviously, Schroeder gave up the four year extension with the Lakers. Good for him. He did and comment on that. He did comment on that. I, I can find it. Real was quick it with you. the Celtics interview? I think they like talked to him about it a little bit. But yeah, he basically said, let me find it real quick. Uh, yeah, Dennis Schroeder on turning down the, the $84 million extension. I never had that contract in front of me. We were talking about it, but I never had it in front of me. Money isn't everything. I still got a nice deal for me and my family. So there you go. Nice I mean, he's going to be fine. He's going to get yeah, more money yeah. next year. and He's good. Maybe he'll even like it enough to stay. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> I, it just we'll doesn't see. make any sense financial-wise. Right, you never know. Sorry. Yeah, we'll see. Um, let, me, let me find another quote for you real quick. I mean, okay, I'm going to run down all the quotes because this is enough. <clears throat> we're going to go down a little Grant Williams rabbit hole because I absolutely loved the quotes Grant Williams gave in his interview. So I'm just going to I'm going to read them to you. For, and for I'm the Grant haters, before my we start, I, you mm-hmm. know, I was watching the Celtics live stream, so it wasn't the uh, podium ones. But you can see them doing like dribbling in the background for hype videos, pictures, you know, whatever. And he, he screwed up dribbling. So for those that hate Grant, all right, all right, he we'll fumbled on. the ball. Grant Williams on what he focused on this offseason. He said conditioning, three-point shooting, and improving my defense, which is ah, chef's kiss. He lost kiss. 15 Beautiful. pounds. Good for Grant. <clears throat> yep. Uh, he talked about Rob. He said he improved so much from college, going to continue to improve. Talked about Al. I can learn a lot from him. He's so gifted. He Very can defend. True. He can shoot. He can pass. It's great to have him inside where we can throw in the ball if we need a bucket. Uh, on his role... I learned the best thing you could do is play your role and the best you can you can in that role. I got away from that last year. I tried to do too much. I'm fixing that. Uh, and lastly, on his body, my rookie year, I had to gain weight to play the five, and then I never lost the weight. Now I've lost 12 to 15 pounds. I've got another eight to 10 to lose to be able to play the four more. I want to be like a, quote, baby Al. So, yeah, that's love what I've that. Been, that. We've been kind of hammering on that, no? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, good for him. I mean, watching him in the rookie year in the playoffs, he was guarding guys bigger than him, getting put in the game in the fourth quarter in tough situations after not playing the whole game. Like, Brad trusted him. Last year, he was off. Like, we all know. Even he acknowledged it. Yep. Um, A lot of people are out on Grant. I'm not. I think he's got a lot to give. You obviously like him. I love him. And I think he's got a good attitude, which is really important at that end of the bench. I think if he didn't play any minutes, he wouldn't really care. He'd be happy to be on the team, happy to contribute and practice. I mean, he's a quality player, and if you don't think so, then I'm sorry if you don't agree. Go prove it this year. You're allowed not to degree. Uh, degree. Agree. 
I think he'll prove it this year. I think he's going to have a really good season. Like you said, he's lost the weight. He's still losing weight. And I think that will let him be quicker, play the four more, uh, give him some options at the backup power forward. And Ime Udoka had an interesting quote about that. He was talking was about cold, the lineup. By the way, and we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. That was tough. like. He'll be back tomorrow, though. A block news, which is A block is before you go to the first commercial break. Everybody <laughs> talking about Ime Udoka today. He'll be okay. He'll be back yeah, he'll uh, be tomorrow. This is the last day. But uh, just a bomb, not at media. Mm-hmm. So Udoka was asked about his goals when setting lineups. Uh, and he said, balance overall, a lot will depend on who we start at the four spot. We can downsize or we can go big there. Bringing in vets, we have depth off the bench, and we want to see our young guys grow. We have some punch coming off the bench. So starting lineup is not set, but it's not set in a way we didn't realize, right? I think we all assumed it would be Tatum and then one of Al or Rob, but they could play Tatum at the three. They could bring in someone else and play Tatum at the three. That's not a big man. Apparently, it's very up in the air. What what do you make of that quote? I feel like the Celtics with this group, meaning Tatum and Brown, have always been kind of loose when it comes to their lineup because you can swing them up or down, just like we discussed. And so it depends if uh, Udoka likes uh, probably Richardson or Neesmith at that starting shooting guard spot. And if he doesn't like either of them, then maybe you see Rob and Al at the same time, which I don't love, or maybe Grant or Hernan Gomez. Wancho, yeah. It's weird. I mean, he did, Udoka did talk about the idea of Al playing the four. He said, we had a big lineup in Philadelphia. Al is a very cerebral player. He can work well with another big. What didn't work well was us putting him in the right spots in Philadelphia. Okay. He's looked well, great he and he's in tremendous shape. Work well. yeah, As so, I say, he knows. <laughs> it was horrible in Philadelphia. I he mean, knows. He, from the sound of it, though, he blamed the coaching staff more than Al, which is interesting. Brent Brown's a moron. It's very true. Brent Brown is not. Not the smartest. Um, we can talk about Philly, too, uh, and get back to Celtics Media Day. They're yeah, indeed had to talk about Simmons. Rob Perez put out those videos today, and I watched them. Yeah. And he was talking about being disappointed, what he would have said to Simmons, which I don't exactly remember what he – I think he would have said he was disappointed. I think that's how it got to him, being disappointed. He said he didn't want it to be taken out of context. Uh, he still thinks he's a good player. He's just disappointed that he doesn't want to be a part of the team, still thinks they can win. He did say, however, he said, um, you know, they said, oh, like, you know, should Simmons join you this year and play with Philadelphia for another season? What do you want to see out of him? And, and B, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. He said, um, well, I, I'd like to see what I see in these videos. <laughs> uh, he said what man. everyone thinks, because dudes it's always, put, not just Simmons, but always put out videos of stuff and you don't see it. Uh, Simmons just a clown for that. I mean, if like Embiid's right, if he did what he did in those videos, the Sixers would be a legitimate championship contender, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know if you agree, but if Simmons started shooting threes, I think they're not title favorites, but they're you know. Well, Philadelphia by now should have been a title contender. I don't think they ever truly have. Last year was probably the best. And uh, that's what I'm saying. If Simmons shoots threes, if he starts just taking them, I think that it takes their team to the next level. Yeah, 100%. even take. I don't know if he, I don't know why he doesn't understand that. Because I think there he are could players. Be, just yeah. look at Giannis. Giannis is not a good three point shooter. He'll make some once in a while, but him being out there shooting them makes it so you have to at least pay attention to it. I mean, 
You can sit on the block and cover Simmons if you're good enough at stopping the drive. Yeah. I mean, Giannis shot 30% from deep last year, and I think Simmons could shoot that as well. If he That's just starts not taking horrible. Them. No, I think Simmons could shoot that if he just starts taking the shots. It's, it's just he's unwilling to do so for some reason. I mean, you see what happened in that Atlanta series because they can key him out of that their, their defensive focus. They don't have to worry about him. And if he mm-hmm. does drive, all they had to do was foul him. And Capella is a great paint defender. They literally, they yeah, literally just he, had to stick exactly. him there. Rob Williams so. is similar to that, even though in Philly I don't see him playing as much to guard. Rob Williams needs to, he needs to gain some weight. Solid. Williams needs to gain some weight, and I think he has been a little bit. But Yeah, well, good yeah. for him. Back him on. Um, but as far as Philly contending, I, I don't know if this year is going to be it. No. Unless Simmons, like we said, decides to change his mind about a lot of things. One, I playing the team. Two, taking shots that he's not necessarily comfortable with. Where do you think he goes? I think, well, it depends. Are you asking from where I think? Because I think there's three ways to look at it. I think there's where I think is the most likely, where I think Simmons wants to go and like those ideas, or where I think the Philadelphia Sixers will send him in order to get the best return. Well, if you know me, I couldn't care less where Simmons wants to go. Yes. And I don't think he's in any position to tell them where he wants to go. I agree. I'm saying, though, do you think it, it depends on if we think Philadelphia will honor his wishes to send him to California. And not not if you I think they should. Think so. I'm just saying, do you think they will? No. I, see, I don't think so. I don't think he hasn't been cooperative with them. He hasn't really earned anything. I mean, he hasn't done anything. You know what I did see? Which I, I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I saw somewhere that Ben Simmons has a preferred destination. And it is the Lakers. <laughs> what does he think he's going to do on the Lakers? Who does he think I they're going to send back? Maybe Westbrook, I, but Russ. How does he think he fits on the Lakers? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw. I think some. See, you agree with me on that at least. Like he does. Yes. Hey, first of all, you you agree that Westbrook might not be the best fit, but he's still a quality player. Yes. But I mean, if he's a bad fit, then Simmons is a horrible fit. Simmons is probably the worst possible fit. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't he know. Thinks he's going to go to the Lakers. What? What is Philadelphia going to get? Westbrook. From the Lakers. That's all they could trade, probably, but I don't think I think the most that. realistic thing, I've seen Denver. That's what I think is realistic. I think you said Minnesota. Golden, you think Minnesota. You, so you're, if you had to like bet, which you probably could, I mean, there's. If, there if are you odds. Were putting, do you want me to read them were, to you? Yeah. If you were putting money down, where, do, where would you put it? You would put it on Minnesota. Uh, yeah, they're the favorites right now. Uh, okay. Minnesota is plus, uh, uh, these are fan duel odds. Minnesota's okay. plus 250. Houston's plus 500. Sacramento's Houston. plus 500. Golden State's plus 600. Blazers, 650. Uh, Toronto, 1,000. Spurs, 1,000. 1,600. Thunder. Cavs, 2,300. Wizards, 2,300. Magic, 2,900. 2, uh, and I know another website had the Celtics around plus 2,000 as well. As I say, Celtics not even on the list. I, I don't think it's completely out of the question it just depends i don't think philly's the, philly's price sounds like it's steep and the Celtics and i don't think the Celtics would them, have anything to give up well they could match but there's not anything i think they want to give up they well yeah would, you think philadelphia really would fun. take back al or richardson i don't think they'd want well that's that's back. what i was about to say it would be really funny they'd have to take those two guys mm-hmm. back and i don't think it would happen also but, side note 
it's kind of dope that Al's playing with all of his teammates again, right? You've got Smart, Tatum, Brown, obviously. you got Richardson, Richardson. from Philadelphia. you still Schroeder. got Schroeder from Atlanta. And yeah, he commented on it. He's like, it's great. The all-time Al Horford team. Literally. <laughs> all they needed was Millsap, which was a possibility. At a time, it was a possibility. Um, so you think Minnesota's number one. And that's what I, I the do. odds say. I do, but the trades that I've been seeing make very little sense for the 76ers, in my opinion. Now, what do you think they're going to give up? You think they'd give up Russell? I think Russell's a good trade for both sides. I However, from what I'm seeing, Minnesota fans and the Minnesota media thinks they can get it done with Jalen McDaniels, Malik Beasley, and etc., which I don't well, think is possible. I'll say this, right? When I see yeah. trades happen especially involving the Celtics. Those are the kind of packages that the Celtics are expected to get back for a big piece. Yeah. Something like that that's underwhelming. It's always something like that. Like, did you see that Jalen Brown trade with the Blazers a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was like they get... Do they even get McCollum in that trade? They get CJ and two seconds for Jalen Brown and Peyton Pritchard. And two seconds. Jalen Brown's better than McCollum is, and he's I on agree. a better contract. <laughs> I agree. And the title of the article was Trades to Form Super Teams, which is just makes the Celtics so much worse. <laughs> yeah, like, no, but those are the kind of trades that are put out there, right? So yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I See, from an unbiased standpoint, especially knowing that Philly's looking for something, I think you don't do it. They, they don't do it without Russell. What is Houston going to yep. send them back, going down Trump the odds? Off. Yeah, but do they think that's enough? I think they'd probably give up something. Let, let me look at the, let me look at this real quick. Rockets cap table. I think John Wall. I think Rockets fans and general NBA fans are thinking John Wall in like a first for Ben Simmons. Um, I've seen John Which Wall is a and good Eric deal Gordon for the Sixers because I don't know how good they would be. I've seen John Even Wall though, and Eric Gordon, which you'd have to match more salary, but okay. yeah. Uh, you could do like John Wall, Daniel House. Uh, Daniel Tice, if they want to match salary, you could do John Wall, DJ Augustine, Daniel House. You could do John Wall, Jay Sean Tate. Uh, that'd be pretty easy. So they have packages with young players, depending on how the Sixers want to do it. But then you're asking the question. I mean, realistically, at this point in their career and this point with how they're acting, is John Wall a better fit in Philadelphia than Ben Simmons is? Like, well, realistically. Shoot. For starters, he, he'll shoot. And, he shoots 30%. People- People that like Simmons love to defend Simmons, like saying he does all these other things and shoot. It's not about being able to do it. It's about being willing to do it. And that's the problem. Yep, I agree. And, and, and we already talked about this with Giannis shooting 30%. And we said it's fine, which it is and fine. So, yep, John Wall shot 30% too last year. Yeah. So. If they're willing to do it, it's not a problem because it makes defenses at least have to think about it. Hmm. And I'll say this, John Wall and Ben Simmons averaged the exact same amount of assists last year per game. So, but John Wall doesn't go. play as much defense, which is John worse Wall, than his value. John Wall. Okay, but he's not guarding one through five. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's not, yes, I was just saying. He's not he's giving an you that same player. value. In his prime, he was an all-defensive player, so I have to imagine he's still got some defense. No, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying. He, he's not Ben Simmons. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. 100%. People love Simmons for his defense. Fine. I'm not yeah. sure. So if I'm a Philly fan and that's the trade that they get back for Simmons, I'm not happy. No, no. I also don't think it's the end of the world. I think it's better than the Minnesota package. I'd rather have that than like Malik Beasley. and Than the, the underwhelming Kansas. one? Yeah, probably. 
I'd still rather have D'Lo. All right, let's keep going down the list. Um, Sacramento Kings, I think they'd have a decent package they could offer, but they Are have they said they're healed. Not, yeah, they're not trading Fox or Halliburton, which is what Philadelphia asked Philadelphia for Fox, wants them, which I think I, is egregious. I don't know if that's going to get done. No, I think realistically, Buddy Healed, Marvin Bagley, and then they could flip Marvin Bagley for something else. Like they flip him to, I don't know. The uh, the magic for Terrence Ross or something, just you know what I'm saying, just like something. Dude, the poor veterans. magic, huh? Yeah, <laughs> they're never Brutal. gonna be any good. I think you get Buddy Healed. Honestly, you could probably ask for Davion Mitchell back, which is really good, right? You ask for Buddy Healed, Davion Mitchell, and then like I don't know, Terrence Davis and a pick for Ben Simmons. I think both teams would do that. I think both teams would do that. Sacramento's really future. desperate to make a splash. And I think that would but make I, Sacramento a playing team. Ben Simmons, Dean Fox, Harrison Barnes. Simmons, because I don't think I think him and Fox are very similar players, and I think it's gonna be difficult. I think you could roll Ben Simmons at the four in that lineup. No, that's fine. That's fine. And I think Bobby we talked to or Adam said they should just make him a center. Yeah, which would also work in Sacramento, but they have Rashawn Holmes, so they probably want to play him. And Tristan Thompson, now our old friend. Tristan Thompson. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird. It, it's it's definitely. We were really high on Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague last year. That was in tough. theory. It was great. In theory, no, it, it was, was good in theory. It was good fits. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again this year. Yeah. Um, Warriors have a good package as well. They could probably what yep, they said back. Do. Wiggins, Wiseman. And then, like, a young player and a pick or something like that. And I think out of these teams that we've talked about, that's the best fit. For him to perform uh, well. I think if they could get D'Angelo Russell, that'd be the best fit by far. No, no, I mean for Simmons. Oh, oh, yeah, probably, yes. I don't care about um, I don't know. I think the Timberwolves would be a really, really, really good fit for Simmons. You think so? I think well, Towns likes to play on the block, similar to Embiid. Towns shoots He's a better shooter than Embiid. He shoots eight three to threes a game. If there's a well, center yeah, in the also NBA, the playing on that team for a lot of the year with the injuries they had to deal with. I'm just saying, if there's a a center that Ben Simmons would mesh with the best, it is Carl Anthony Towns, in my opinion, in the NBA, like by far. Like Carl Anthony Towns. Is... Imagine if the Warriors just played him at center. Imagine <laughs> if they just did that. They could do that. They should honestly. They just run Steph, Clay. Um, Otto Porter, Draymond, Ben Simmons. The, the Warriors really like signed Russell for no reason, with no intention of him fitting, <laughs> no. and then flipped him. Well, it was a sign and trade. Because no, I know Brooklyn they, had to get they, rid of him. Yeah, they traded K, uh, KD, but they got him for nothing. I mean, they obviously lost KD, but I mean they were going to lose him anyway. So they get Russell back, and they have no intention of really keeping him around as a fit. It, didn't, it never made sense. Yep. And then they trade him for Wiggins, who fits better than he did. And an amazing playing, pick. He's been playing. It, that's what I'm saying. The picks. Not just one. No, it was one. It was just one. Was it just one? Yeah, because then their pick was 14 because they didn't make the playoffs. Okay. All right. Well, still, like, they get a that top pick A top, top 10 pick. And a top 10 pick. Crazy. They got for free. Free. It's In wild. hindsight, I mean, obviously Russell's a valuable player, but I mean, they had no intention of keeping him around. No, no. But back to Towns. In the past four seasons, he shot forty-two percent on three and a half attempts, 
40% on 4.6 attempts, 41% on eight attempts. And then last year he shot 38.7% on six attempts. Like well, if I'm there's a three point shooter. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You're right. I'm just saying if there's a player, I also he, fits think he with, likes to is, play. He's good tough. on the block too, though. I think that makes it tough mm-hmm. on Simmons. It does, but you're not going to find a situation in the NBA where he's allowed, where there's a center that never plays on the block outside of like Indiana and, uh, I am blanking Milwaukee in Brooke Lopez. I think those are the only two that you have centers who only play on the outside realistically, right? Cause Turner's always on the outside. Lopez is on the, uh, always on the outside. <clears throat> and I'll say it again. If Ben Simmons was on the bucks instead of Giannis, he would be an MVP. And I, I back that hundred percent. I'll continue to say about that. that. I think he would be a Giannis level player. I think he'd be in a good fit. I think he'd be an MVP. With, with Lopez Canada. just sitting there on the outside. But I think, I think Giannis's willingness to be to bend Simmons just doesn't have that. Like, yeah. it's not even about his physical ability. Like, they're both athletic freaks, both you know, good defenders can defend multiple positions, if not all of them. But Simmons is not willing, and this is this is the take floating around now. It's not even about can he shoot. We see videos of him making shots. He can obviously do it. But for some reason, he's not, and he doesn't want yeah. to. Yeah, I got you. Um, all right, let, let's round out these trade odds. Uh, the Blazers, CJ McCollum might actually be the best fit for both sides. I think that might be the best trade for both teams involved. Look, I think so. I think that's a bad contract. CJ McCollum's contract? He makes, like, the max. CJ McCollum was phenomenal last year. I think if you put him... In the right situation, like in Philly, I think he could average. Okay, you know, but we both agree he's not better than Jalen Brown. No, no, but I don't think that. I don't think Ben Simmons is better than Jalen Brown either, though. Really? You don't? You think Simmons I is don't. better than Brown? No, I don't. But mm-hmm. you have different views than me. <laughs> no, yeah, I think Jalen Brown's the better player right now. Um, yeah, no, it's close. I, I, it's definitely they're both like twenty-five to thirty range in the NBA, but it, it's I just very don't close. Think McCollum's that good. But I don't I'm think not, Philadelphia statistics like I'm sure he had a great year, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's I understand. Not, you know, he's he's much worse than Jalen Brown is. I think in Philadelphia, uh, much worse. I guess I don't know. You know, I think in Philadelphia, you said that trade's egregious. The, yes, the other it is. I just think you lose so much on the defensive end, but I don't think that hurts the 76ers as much as it hurts the Celtics. Because the 76ers well, they have, have Embiid sitting down there waiting for yeah, them. They, they have, have Tybal and, and they, they've got all the these band, guys they Tybal, around. They have Danny Green. They have good defenders. So if you need someone in Philadelphia who can be a shooter and a bucket getter around Ben Simmons, I mean, sorry, Joel Embiid, it's each McCullough, right? Like he's been the second fiddle on an organization scoring wise for the past, for his entire career. And he still managed to average 20 to 23 points a game. You put him somewhere where he can be the secondary scorer, but the primary scorer doesn't get his points in the same, literally the same exact way that he's supposed to get his points. Yeah. I think he'd be, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that, I know what you mean. Are the same player to some degree. So yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I think you put him in that situation. And I think the Blazers would have to give up a couple picks, but Ben Simmons and Dame Lillard, that's elite. Like that'd be an elite team, right? Cause that bring so? the defense. I think the Lillard reason the Blazers, the ball, I suppose, mm-hmm. The reason the Blazers have been so bad for the past few years is because their defense has been a bottom three team in the league. Ben Simmons, like, already alone raises that to at least, like, middle of the pack, right? And then I think, I don't know if they're championship contenders, 
but it makes them significantly better in my opinion. I, I think the best place for Ben Simmons' success is going to be Golden State. Okay. Because, one, yeah. I think they really might mess around and run him at center. But Golden State GM did come out and say Ben Simmons and Draymond Green are too similar. They are. That is a quote. <laughs> they are. And it would make um, it very difficult because they, they would leave the, both of them. So it would make it difficult on the other guys. I don't know. Maybe they send Draymond back then, right? <laughs> uh, you got Toronto Raptors. <clears throat> what are uh, they giving? What do they have that you would want? Siakam. <laughs> That'd be I wouldn't want Siakam right now. Yeah, I don't think I guess he's better much. than a lot of the other things you would get. Unless from they... He's, he's not Van even healthy. Bleed. Would they give up Van Bleet, you think? No. I think they'd be an okay trade for the Sixers, but I don't think I just don't think it. Toronto would do it. That's their guy. They paid yep. him. I agree. And they paid uh, him the, instantly. The Spurs are next. I don't think the Spurs. Sixers I don't think the Sixers would accept the deal from the Spurs. I just don't, I don't think, think they have the enough Spurs players. are willing to give. It doesn't make sense for them to give what I mean, it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. It's as simple as that. It makes yeah. no sense to do that. Because the they're not going to be competitive either way, so you might as well just keep what you got. The Thunder are next. I think their idea would be pairing Ben Simmons picks, with Shea, which I don't think would picks be bad. Picks yeah, they help. Cavs are next. I think that's a sleeper. I think Sexton for Simmons helps both teams. What What are the odds on that, Jag? Would you put money on that for for those Cavaliers plus twenty three hundred? I might put like ten. Like I'm not a big better, but I'd put some money on that. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Because mm-hmm. isn't it rumored that Sexton wants out of there or something like that? Or they're not <laughs> yeah. going to pay him. That's what it is. No, the rumor is that the Cavs want to get rid of Sexton. That's the rumor, which is crazy. Yeah, it is weird. But um, Washington Wizards are next, which would be a Beal trade if he asks out. Which, uh, honestly, if Beal asks out, Wizards, I mean, the Sixers probably have the best package to offer. Yeah, no, no, they do. Honestly. And then rounding it out is the Magic, and that'd probably be, ironically enough, picks like and a, picks and picks. a, a false false. <laughs> I was actually going to say, if they still had faults, they could really be more flexible with what they ask for. Mm-hmm. You know, they look for back. Yeah. Faults has yeah, turned out crazy. okay. Just hurt. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how... Isn't it funny they drafted two broken dudes back-to-back, one, number one? Who, Simmons and Fultz? Yeah. I mean, three. Embiid was broken, too. you kidding me? Well, no, Embiid panned out, though. Simmons yeah. has okay. panned out to a little bit of a degree, but not enough to be... I mean, look at the issues they've got. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, um, that's all I had for today. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we, you know, wrap it up here? Celtics uh, training camp, I believe, is tomorrow. After, Opens after up, yeah. Today, so they'll be back at it. You dug will be back. They've signed some guys. We didn't talk about that. I mean, we don't have to get into oh, it. Oh, Carson Edwards got waived. Carson Edwards is gone. Celtics were, signed. So that means you were right. So kudos to Jack. Told you. For being right. Uh, Celtics signed Ryan Archidiakono. Garrison Matthews, Juwan Morgan, Luke Cornett, and you're laughing for good reason because there are nobodies, but we'll see. We'll see if no, anyone speaks on the laughing. roster. Keith Smith did say that Archie Diacono and um, Garrison Matthews both have a chance to make the roster, according to a source. Garrison which is Matthews weird. had some solid games last year. He, I think he makes the roster. I think he had some good showings. His averages aren't way up there, but yeah, I think he got inconsistent minutes, but I remember he had a couple 20 point games. Yeah. Good. yeah. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Marcus Smart clowned him. Uh, I don't know if he dribbled through his legs or something, but I remember Marcus Smart got the better of Garrison Matthews at one point, which was very funny. But anyways, yeah, like I said, that's all I got. Um, 
What about you? You got anything? No, I mean, we're going to have preseason next week, which is going to be fun to talk about. Uh, a lot to look for in this preseason if you want to, like, preview it for yourself. We'll be back uh, on streams soon, right? Yeah, well, probably. probably next week we'll probably do one. That'd be, that'll be fun. It's about yeah, a minute. We'll be back on the streams. You can catch them on Guy Boston Sports, uh, YouTube, Twitter, too. They said they were going to take away Periscope, but they definitely didn't because people go yeah, live no, all the time. Yeah, it's still there. And it's still there. you'll get notifications now because when people go live, you do get them, even if it's not enabled. Mm-hmm. I nice. get them from randoms, and it's like, why are you people? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you're going to have notifications, so you'll see it if you follow Guy Boston, which is a huge account. You probably do. If you're listening to us, you know who we are. Um, we're excited to be back on that. We'll, we'll be there. I'll be there. Probably tired as hell because I work at 4 in the morning now. <laughs> but uh, I'll be there. I'll be propped up on this chair. We're excited. We're going to have real basketball storylines to talk about. Uh, you know, as I lost my train of thought, you've got all these minutes at the guard position. Where are they going to go? What, the, what are the lineups yep. that they're going to roll out? Um, yep. How are guys going to look? Uh, who's going to make the team? We were just talking about these guys they just signed. I mean, how? I mean, Wancho doesn't even know if he's going to make the team. So, Wancho will make the team. <laughs> a lot to be excited for. I think yep. this team's going to be good. I thought last year would be good, too, and I still think they should have been. I think they drastically underperformed. COVID, COVID injuries hurt them a lot, I'll say. Yeah, but I think I think they should play well this year, and I'm, yep. I'm very excited. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited as well. I need, I need basketball back in my life. Obviously, I miss the Celtics, but even Hornets and Heat basketball I'm excited for, which is Couldn't new to hear about those teams. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you guys all for listening. You guys can follow us at Bannertown USA on Twitter. Follow me at JacksonMoneNBA, and per usual, Sam, go ahead. Yes, thank you very much for listening. Is right. If you're watching on YouTube, if we're going to be there today, I'd imagine we are. Um, thank you very much for watching. Like, share, subscribe. Um, continue to watch. We'll be back at the very latest next week. Maybe we'll do another one. Probably we'll have some stuff to talk about now that there's actually stuff going on. Uh, you can follow Jack at JacksonMoneNBA. You can follow me at Oh, man, I screwed that. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. And you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. Thank you so much for listening. That's our show for today. Bye.